You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. Why did you put so much space in between? I told you, I, I just want it to be different every time. Oh, okay. Keeps well, things fresh. Checkity check then. Welcome back, Ingrid. Welcome back, Kevin. It's been a while. I guess. Has it? Yep. Okay. By the time this comes out, maybe it will have been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been busy here at the gym. Yes. Lots of new people. Lots of fun things happening. Always a good time. You had to tear me away to come in and record this. <laughs> so like talking to the people, Chat, doing my like, thing. Uh, we got like a half hour. We got we to gotta get this done here. <laughs> cool. Today's episode. Yeah, what's it going to be about? It's going to be a surprise to me. Why did I choose resiliency as the topic? Of this podcast? Well, or it of was, your life? It was... Our gym's mission statement prior to it being a podcast title. Yes. For a while. Why? That's my question. Why? Maybe that's what people are asking in their heads right now. Hmm. That is, I'm curious about that. Why did Kevin choose resiliency? Yeah, people are losing sleep wondering why you chose resiliency. I'm sure of it. I'm aware. Yeah, bells are going off all over the place. Anyway. (laughs) there's there's tons of different um character traits personality traits um that there's countless why why specifically did i hone in on resiliency as the one so when i was thinking about this i was actually driving uh home i think it was from st john somewhere and i was like i have an idea (laughs) i was like Right. Joanna was in the car. I was like, give me a piece of paper. And so I drew these three circles because I, and. You still have it. It's like a napkin or something. It's yeah. a little scrap of something or a receipt. It's a receipt. Right. Um, Joanna and I just kind of talked about this in two episodes ago. Um, the pillars of health. And we call those, we've named them fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And I've, when those three circles intersect, What's in the middle of that I've identified as resiliency. So when you are fit, when you eat well, and you have a strong mindset, to me that means you are a resilient human. Hmm. That's that's as base as I can make that's it. That's the equation. Now, I'd be interested to hear your take pretend I didn't say that okay. if you had fitness nutrition and mindset and in that intersection in the middle mm-hmm. what are some other ways you could describe that individual who is balanced amongst all three well I guess balanced would be a good word uh, capable I like that I'm gonna I'm writing these down okay by the way. balanced yeah C- uh, capable is a good one I've brought like that, that word one. up many times mm-hmm 
Uh, I'm going to go healthy. Healthy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just an assumption. If somebody's fit, eats well, and has a solid mindset, I would I would guess that they're fairly healthy. I mean, that'd be a good assumption. Um, who, strong? Who do you... Okay. Because, you know, your, your mind can be strong, your body can be strong. Who, o- outside of the gym mm-hmm. here, because we obviously see the people that are inside these walls consistently mm-hmm. outside of here, who would you consider to be someone that would be resilient? Sort of in a general way. Honestly, first responders. Okay. Um, that's the first thing that I think of. I feel that resiliency is something that they would just need to have to do their job. Interesting. Why? Why is that interesting? I bet I could ask, you know, 12 other people and they'd give me 12 different answers. Okay. You're going to see people say... Teachers. Teachers, nurses, like helping helping professions. Yeah. Right? People that have a lot coming at them, especially in the human form. That's an interesting People who have point. other problems coming, other people's issues coming at them, I believe, would need... Uh, um, a certain amount of resiliency to even just do those jobs. I would say the top of my list would be entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. There are no rules. It's exhausting. There are no rules. Burnout is high, high, high percentage of entrepreneurs will burn out. But those that are successful Mm -hmm. need to show resiliency in order to succeed, in order to last. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. So I came up with a list here. These are my, um, the qualities of people that are resilient. Okay. And these are, I want people to know that being resilient isn't innate. You're not, you're not born resilient. It's not an option. Right. It's a skill and it's a practice and it's something that you have to put the reps in in order to develop just like the muscles in your body you have to use them under stress Mm -hmm. in order for there to be any type of change and so these are the things that you can do and practice in order to develop that resiliency muscle you ready oh man am i ever resilient people have practiced the ability to self-regulate. Agreed. That means even when tensions are high and and stress is high and things are getting hot in the kitchen, good choices are still made. That's my okay. description of being able to self-regulate. Okay. You'd have to have a very, very strong sense of your own self-awareness and what it would take to... That's funny you say Get that. Get through that. That's my next one is being self-aware. Oh, okay. So the self-regulate is the good choices aspect. The self-awareness comes from recognizing the psychological and physical needs that your body has. What does that mean? Hmm. Jeez, Kevin. Uh, well. What does that look like? It looked to me, it looks like knowing when you need to take some space 
or being able to give yourself the space to just sort of sort out your thoughts a little bit more logically and, and, and be proactive instead of reactive, that kind of thing. That's one end of it. I think self-awareness goes on a spectrum. Right. My body needs nourishment. So what does that look like nutritionally? Okay, well, I have been going for salty and sweet and chips and like whatever it is. So like you can be nutritionally aware, mm-hmm. but you also are aware of when it's time to back off a little bit and, hey, it's my birthday. I'm going to have a slice of cake. And so it, that kind of self-awareness needs to fall on a spectrum, just like in training. I recognize when my body is like, I got to go, I got to move, I got to do something. But also having that self-awareness to recognize when it's time to step off the gas a little bit and maybe even pump the brake and say, you know what, I need a little break. I need to go for a walk instead of beating my body down with hundreds of burpees, right? So that self, I think that self-awareness kind of falls on that, that large spectrum of what it needs and when it needs to rest. Yeah. Well, there's always a give and take. And I think that that's, if you're all go or you're all rest, then, you know, again, the balance is off. So. Was that all or nothing? We've talked about that. The, right. the all or nothing mindset. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Number three. Yeah. The resilient people have the ability or the practice of practicing acceptance. And this means is what I feel in life. Again, we've talked about this as well. Do you know anybody in your life that has yet to experience any stress? No. Is that possible? No. Life, not, not even my children. No. Life is stressful. Yes. Are you willing to accept that? Yes. You are. I am. I am. (laughs) But a lot of people aren't. They get this, they throw up these walls and this frustration and anger whenever anything doesn't go their way. And then guess what else happens? Something will slip. Right. Something's going to be let go. Something will fall. Stress and pain are a natural part of life. Resilient people don't run from that. Right. They accept it. They run toward it. They accept that that is just part of life Mm -hmm. and we're going to roll through it. It's the story of the bison. bison. Right. Mm -hmm. Head first into the storm. Don't be a cow and run away from it. Just prolonging the pain. That's practicing acceptance. Number four, resilient humans have a growth mindset. And that is as in opposed to the fixed mindset and growth mindset in my eyes is just having the awareness that you are not set in whatever it is that you're, you think you are. And it could be simple example. Um, I'm not a dancer, right? Okay. Well, as soon as you say that, then you're right. But Mm -hmm. could you learn to dance? Yes. Sure. I've heard you say this. About singing. I, I'm not a singer. <laughs> and I say it every time. What do you say? You're only not a singer because you don't sing. Right. Yeah. You haven't practiced it. You start singing, you'll find out pretty quickly you can. Right. And you are a singer. I don't cook. But you can. You could. You could. And you can. Mm-hmm. And if you say you will, you're going to be better than you were. Right. 
So really you're saying that you accept the possibility that you're a person that can change, that is, is malleable, that can become something other than what you identify as. Correct. Okay. I like it. Growth mindset equals the awareness and ability to change. Cool. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Number five, self-care habits are important and meaningful to resilient humans. And this goes back to what we said at the very, very start. Mm-hmm. I, I believe those self-care habits fall in those three categories that we mentioned earlier. Fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Yes. Mindset's kind of a big, big bubble there. I also include like recovery habits as well in those three categories. So making sure that you're prioritizing high quality sleep and recovery practices like stretching, meditation, going for walks, things like that. Also mm-hmm. having practicing healthy relationships that can also be a part of that self-care. Mm-hmm. We need to have those important, meaningful connections in our life in order to be, in order to have that healthy persona. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't live on islands. Just you. True. And then your other friend is another island away and you just never see them. You, 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 your life is, in, is made up of a ton of different relationships. Mm-hmm. It's important to cultivate those. So while relationships doesn't fall into fitness, nutrition mindset, I think it's still part of it. Certainly. Um, and when you talk about self-care, I'd like to say that I believe that self-care lies more in the tiny little things that you do to look after yourself rather than those big sort of things you see people post on social media about, you know, I'm away for the weekend, hashtag self-care, you know, or you let something go so long that you need a day off, hashtag self-care. Well, yeah, you're looking after yourself, but if you kind of took all the little tiny things you could do, you know, they would add up to much bigger, uh, ver- you know, value in the end than say that one night out drinking or, you know, just turning your mind off is not always the self-care that people believe that it is. Does that make sense? I, the, it reminded me of a post I seen recently. It showed, I think it was just a, a woman with a bottle of wine, but on the top was a glass so it like attaches to the actual wine bottle and it just goes it through fills it, right? it all up oh i just i'm just having a glass right anyway it was a hashtag self-care right I'm like are you kidding me right that's, that's not what that means it's like yeah right? getting your toenails done you know once every few months or something like that self-care well is it i think self-care is more in you know your your real routine how you're sleeping at night how you're getting up how you're my you know setting up your day how you're treating your body all of the hours of the day well, there's a great quote i've seen around quite a few times but how you do anything is how you do everything <laughs> and Right. So if if you're taking the time day in and day out to do these self-care habits, there's a good chance that other things in your life are also going pretty well. Yeah. And some other things that might not be in place will fall into place because of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Number six. We're almost there. Oh, how many do you have? Seven. seven. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. I and this is a recent one for me. 
Um, I believe resilient humans have the ability and they practice thinking about their thinking. That may go back to the um, self-awareness. Is this more about your self-talk, though? The self-talk that you have. So do you have that voice in your head that's beating you down, that's telling you that you can't do this or because that thing happened to you when you were younger, that's how it's always going to be. Like right. that's, that's the thinking about your thinking. And then going back to the growth mindset, knowing that you have the ability to change the way you think about your thinking. Right. Your thoughts aren't concrete. Prime example, you don't, you're not the same mind as you were when you were 15. Exactly. It has changed. So why would you compare yourself to yourself when you were 15? Correct. That version of you doesn't even exist anymore. Why would you do that? The version of you from last week doesn't exist anymore. So don't compare. But that's what people do. Oh, I know. Right? They think, oh, well, I used to weigh whatever. Okay, well, I used to weigh 10 pounds. (laughs) Right. I don't weigh that anymore because things happened. Right. right? Mm Mm-hmm. In high school, I weighed 160. I don't weigh that anymore. It's okay. I'm not who I was in high school. It's not, you're not the same body. You're not the same mind. It's completely different. And so I think it's important to think about your thinking. And you can practice that. How? By writing your thoughts down. The pen is heavier than a barbell for most people. And mightier than the sword. 100%. And so pick that pen up and just start writing your thoughts. Do you have an emotional response to a particular um, thought, emotion, story, whatever it is? Title it out, write it out, and then read it. And that is going to start the process of you changing your thoughts or thinking differently about your thoughts. Even just seeing them in writing can sometimes be eye-opening. Well, when we have these racing thoughts in our minds, there's no start or end to that story because it's constantly being bounced around in our head. And so it's important to write it down for the simple fact that there's a start word and there's an end word. And then that's it, period. That story is done. It's complete. There's no bouncing around once it's written down because it's finite. It starts and it ends and that's it. If you keep it in your head, it's on a perpetual loop. It's a little different each time because your mind treats it as fiction. It's just like, uh, what part was real? What part wasn't? I'm going to fill in the blanks. That's what your brain yeah. does, right? Right. And depending on your emotional state, that can go in a lot of different directions if you allow it to. But I think being resilient uh, person gives you sometimes the option to not allow those things to bother your mind. You can sort of choose. Mm-hmm. You can choose how you respond. Last one. And I, <laughs> I saved it for the end. Uh-oh. Resilient humans are just more enjoyable to be around. <laughs> well. Period. Y- yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a really d- good in-depth conversation with a fixed mindset person? It's hard. It's hard work. You can't. Nope. It's hard. So, yeah. think Think about the opposite. What's the opposite of a resilient human? I don't want to spend any time with them. I really don't. I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but... It kind of does. 
do not not interested in spending spirit. I will help that person we become know. more resilient. Mm-hmm. But with regards to spending time, it's like it, you always get pulled down. Energy sucker. Right? Yeah. So they're not thinking about their thinking. They're responding to their thinking. They're not doing their self-care habits. So you probably won't see them in the gym. You'll probably see them at McDonald's. You'll probably see them not practicing acceptance and responding and reacting to stress and pain and fear. That's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely. Hard. It must be. Right? Yeah. No, no ability to self-regulate, constantly reacting by making bad choices when tensions are high. God, you're making me sweat. Anyway. Resilient people. They are so much more enjoyable to be around. And if you would like to be somebody that others like to be around, <laughs> you want to be around, hit rewind and go back and listen to all the things that you can do to practice to become more resilient. And I'd like to highlight that many of the people in my life that are in my circle are resilient humans or are working towards that. Mm-hmm. And that's something to be commended. I, I'm very blessed to be surrounded by these types of people and uh yeah so give us your simplest simplest answer then to cap it off why did you choose resilience resilient people are the ones that change the world period that's it they are the ones that change the world and if we want to live in a better world we ourselves can't rely on others to be more resilient. We ourselves have to become more resilient. If we want to see a better world, we need to be more resilient. Well, couldn't say it any better than that. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your week. Hope you have a great one. Ah, screw that. Make Make, it. Yeah. Don't say hope you have. You're not going to hope. If you hope, then you got to you're not self-aware. Uh, <laughs> you're going to make it a great week. All right, guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.